0: what's up eric Hi, a little buddy. bit a little bit, extended, little bit of, a little bit of extension maybe, on that video now
1: maybe we wanted to extend the show our new emblem yes i do like it which we'll
0: show we'll put on some other stuff we got the new like shirt. spinny spinny around and smoke
1: then, i believe it's called animation <laughs> <What>? animation, <laughs> I, love animation.
0: English. I love what's up eric how you doing buddy i am doing awesome welcome to the contagion effect where we well, like to talk to our veterans first responders talk about mental health all the best things that need to be talked about whether you want to or not you talk about start. the hard things in life exactly the or issues. today we could be talking about cer- certain types of alcohol who knows Ooh, yes along with everything else so so yeah. eric let's get to the hard questions now how was uh, your
1: week? my week was awesome mike yeah. i had a great week yeah, we got through the work week and it was totally cool. Um, and it was like so much fun, it sucked ass. Gary Miller, I am so glad Gary Miller is back. I Gary have missed Miller. Gary Miller. Gary Miller, Gary Steiner. Gary, I Miller. went backwards. Mobile What's up, Gary?
0: We got a little change to your commercial, Whoa, we dude. Out, but we're gonna we talk f- about it after <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it until we, then. So, we
1: figured something out and it was awesome.
0: What's up, well, Steiner? Not really- What's jay exciting. steiner Donald, much love what's up buddy welcome to the show everybody <coughs> eric had a fabulous week as it was heard.
1: so much fabulous i love renting a car for no reason i love <laughs> you know, it it's wonderful right why are you renting a so, car eric i'm renting a car no because my yellow. you yelling? you're very my i'm pumped on this <laughs> i am so jazzed on this because my 2019 1500 eco diesel four-wheel drive Okay, my eco diesel. My eco diesel, <laughs> which has ninety eight thousand miles, and hey, mom, check yeah, my it. mom hey, hey, Mama Alec! <laughs> wow, this is going to be uh, an even better show than normal. Even better. Even better. <laughs> so, real quick, getting back to it, ninety eight thousand miles, and ask me how many times I had the service done on it. Zero. That's how many. But I always change the oil. That's different than having a service done. So you're supposed to go like every 20,000 miles, and you know, oil and juice and stuff. Do- Driving to a client. What a shocker.
0: That's, that's all Gary does is that's, drive the yeah, clients
1: Literally. All literally. day long. Joel Hunt. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Joel, MBR, thank you for Welcome. Us. Thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us. And I did text you back. Actually, I messaged you back that we are good to go for Monday. So just let you know.
0: <laughs> so hey, back to the eco diesel. Yeah,
1: let's get to it real quick. I mean, I lo- I've i had literally...
0: Whoa, whoa. I don't know what's knocking wood. everywhere. I don't know what's you're wood in on here. you on a flag back there. I don't but, know what
1: you're talking but about. But literally... But literally, check this out. I've literally had no issues with this truck. I have one sensor, and it's the uh, it goes into the DPF filter. And I took it in. I took it in last Friday morning. We talk morning. to veterans. We don't know
0: nothing about an engine.
1: I no, bro, come on. I drive a truck, and I don't even – I had a dude ask me, "Hey, dude, don't you want to change your filter yourself?" No, I don't because I'm not a I'm not a professional. <laughs> exactly. In anything exactly. I can change a tire, and I check the oil and the water and all that stuff. I'm. No, dude. Like, I'm not going to change my oil. I don't do that. I don't live in the South. Ooh. I don't change my own oil. I have somebody else do it. There's a professional. There's a service for that. I'd rather pay it. Work a little bit harder at work. Have somebody else do that. I don't cut my own grass either because there's someone that is a professional at that, and he is awesome. His name is Pedro. Much love to you, Pedro. Thank you. Don't forget the weeds in the backyard, though, because they're getting around my roses. my roses. And it was John.
0: Oh, yeah. John, John sold
1: Pe- to Pedro. Yep. Yep. Pedro, yeah. So anyways, yeah, DPF. Yeah. DPF, right? Right there, right right down the middle. Anyways, um yeah, so he's it, it's been in the shop since Friday and the guys like he calls me on Saturday, calls me on I'm sorry, Friday night and says, "Hey dude, Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, no problem." Okay, cool. Go down to go down to the local car rental place who is not a sponsor of our show so I will not be dropping a name on them.
0: I voted for him. <laughs> for pedro yeah way to run that joke
1: go pedro uh so anyways yeah so go down rent a car and i'm like yeah cool getting ready to take it in and uh yeah absolutely you oh yeah we absolutely have our own gardener and he pedro's pedro rocks <laughs> pedro rocks not anyways. every
0: person signer i don't even have any grass i've seen he doesn't even have a front, front yard and i refuse i refuse to
1: have Uh-oh. oh oh ta- we Taylor got in some. the house What's cracking? What's up, Taylor? So anyways, long story longer. Um, Yeah, dude please, calls me like, like uh, I don't know, what, on. an hour ago and says, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, uh, your truck will be ready if you want to pick it up in the next 55 minutes. I'm like, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> and then says, oh, by the way, if you give me a receipt for the um, right two now. of the big three rental car companies, uh, we'll give it to them. I'm like, yeah, but that third one that you just said, like, we don't use them. Oh, so we can't.
0: So them. I already, already went and used them. Great. Yeah.
1: It's all good. i didn't know that so whatever it is what it is hey how was your week (laughs) my week my week was
0: fine you know my normal hell in the the eight to five and
1: tell me something positive from your normal hell
0: uh tell me
1: something positive you got out of the office today yeah
0: i did get out of the office and you went to hell because you went to fresno Fresno. (laughs) (laughs) yeah the other armpit of america Uh, yeah lots of wonderful homeless people love you you, living living that california homeless people lifestyle (laughs) Where do they pick up their checks from? Are they like direct deposit? Dude, I've heard most of them have cell phones and yes, they, they make more money. Thank you, Obama, for that too, by the way. <laughs> hey, hey, let's not worry about that. We don't want to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot.
1: Sorry. Yeah. We did not Stop. get on. Gosh. Stop. Do we ever talk about politics and literally went there? Well, I, I mean,
0: even last week uh, talking to, to uh, Rob, you know, we yeah. still had a little bit that we were- Well, I
1: mean, that's kind of a different story. I mean, dude. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: square where
1: only go fresno is
0: not oh only good fresno is the chili
1: (laughs) fresno Fresno chili
0: chili. (laughs) i love it tom i need that homeless money
1: but hey by the way tonto is on a five-week streak of being the first in the comments congratulations (laughs) it is new record
0: Tonto, you will receive a word in the mail yeah. <laughs> second tuesday of next week just watch for it it'll,
2: it'll be
1: there i have something for you i do have i do have some things for you and i have some things from all for all of our guests if you go to hero stock 2023 in check. september 9th go check it out go check out hero stock what hero stock 2023.org september 9th in the great state of nebraska all right, between. Let's, Let's get
0: a little Gary while he's on the road. Let's get Gary. And and there may be a little change. Do you dread having to do your taxes? Does the mere thought of it make your head spin? Miller's Mobile Tax Service is here for you. We will handle your individual or business taxes. we will come to you to prepare your taxes. We are skilled, professional and ready to get started for you. Call 209-678-8515. And always thank you Gary, but we do. Thank you, Gary. I have to share the greatest story. <laughs> so we're we're in the process of working with a veteran uh, another veteran radio station and uh, that's that's nationwide and they have they have a lot going on and we were there's emails going back and forth, and I realized we've been playing, so we do the show here on YouTube that's live, and then we post the audio for the actual podcasting services, and as I was going through and trying to work on it, I figured out that Gary's commercial is all music, so if you're listening to the podcast, every time we say, hey, let's listen to it, let's hear from Gary, there's actually no <laughs> audio to it other than the music. It's like so. a sound
1: check yeah
0: so i had to quickly uh <laughs> thank you gary i appreciate that hope you don't <laughs> mind my voice i can have you or t record it i i just needed to get it done
1: i thought it was awesome you did a great job
0: i know donald i we need a producer that's what we gotta uh, i gotta get a producer
1: um d- listen when I retire, I want to be a voiceover guy. Yeah.
0: Nationwide
1: is on your
0: side. Hey, don't get us in trouble, please. Oh, we can't do that. Yeah, don't get us in trouble. Don't get us taken off the air before. Man, there's a lot of comments. So that's that's <laughs> that's the fun part of of that little commercial, but overall my week wasn't bad. It was it was good. It's just that job is so much fun and takes so much of my time
1: yeah it does it's it does suck when you get up at like six in the morning five in the morning well you get up at like two or one actually I get up at 130 yeah uh 115 if, uh yeah man i'm gonna sneeze here in a second i apologize <laughs> maybe,
0: not. maybe we should go uh, let's hey go let's go to scotty Hastings. To yeah the times and places they may change but one
3: thing stays the same
0: All right, buddy.
1: Also, real quick, real quick. Thank you, Steiner. Thank you. Thank you, Steiner. Mikey, no, he did a good job. Hey, real quick too. If you go to gu- gunroomradio.airtime.pro, Radio dot, dot pro, you can check us out there. Hey, go like, follow, share, subscribe. Check the Patreon. They're trying. We're we're trying to get two more licenses so we can play more and more of our favorite people like Shannon Book, more Scotty, Scotty Hastings,
0: Schaefer, Schaefer
1: Mueller, and all of the people from and Operation someday Alpha.
0: Taylor. Someday Taylor will be on yeah, there, and st- I Make mean, a, hey, every second counts. Needs, a, needs second, a producer, so you and Tom can figure it all out together and and get it done. There you bum, go.
1: Bum, bum.
0: Hi, Shauna. Uh, up? All right, North Platte representing exactly. North, you Platte, ready?
1: Much love. Let's do it.
0: All right, buddy. It's it's all you.
1: Oh, it is. Oh,
0: yep, it's all you.
1: So, because I'm, uh, I was interested in the title of their of their group. And I was like, ooh. And they were, they were a uh, proud supporter of the Contagion. Well, I don't know proud, but I put that <laughs> I don't know about they're proud. Just say they're, they're proud supporters. a proud supporter. They're a proud supporter of the Contagion Effect show. And they check us out all the time. And they comment.
0: Yep. So we appreciate comment, that. Absolutely.
1: TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. There's a few different formations of their name. As in, TikTok is B3 underscore Bourbon Battle Buddies. And on YouTube, it is bourbon Battle Buddies. Go check it out. And I would like to introduce to everybody John. I'm gonna screw it up. Grant. John Crochet, Crochet. as a nitty.
0: See, and you got the you got the approval that you said it right.
1: Yeah. And also from the Amazon Warrior Foundation.org. Amazonian. Damn it. I knew I was gonna screw it up. I apologize. The Amazonian Warrior Foundation.org. Audrey McHugh. Audrey. Audrey. Damn it.
0: He's a truck driver. For yeah, people. and I want to be a
1: And I want Let's to do bring him in. What's Jesus up? Christ. What's up, guys? Don't How start you shaking doing? your head. Don't do that. No. <laughs> Go ahead. shake. What your head branch away. of service
4: are you? I'm just wondering already. Yeah, I am I am <laughs> left on the side.
0: We're not. Of we're, not. we're very honest the in mind. the fact that we're not any branch of service. Yeah. We just love oh, our veterans and all the veteran community.
2: So, yeah.
5: Air Force, nah. Yeah. Damn, Jonathan. Come on, Jonathan. Love my Air Force.
1: Airborne. <laughs> uh, I'd like to start the show. Well, here, Yeah,
5: well, <laughs> <laughs> from the
1: Amazonian Yeah,
0: Tonto, your uh, last name is going to be rough for him, and I'm going to make him say it. <laughs> so, welcome to the show, Audrey and Jonathan. Jonathan, do you go by Jonathan or John?
1: Yeah, what's your what's uh, your, your
0: yeah. go to
5: I've, I've call been, sign? Yeah, I've been, I've call been called a lot of things. So pretty much if you look at me, I'll answer. It's fine. Uh, okay, well, Wait, are you looking at me? Hey, hey,
0: real quick. Why are you wearing a hat? Yeah, take it uh, off. This is Audrey. not It's almost the same color as Eric and, uh, and I don't even have hair. You oh, did
1: pretty it's well, well Eric. Eric. Mine's a very yeah. fuchsia mix with a light rose. Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I had oh, a, uh, with the Marines, Johnny boy. I've been called
0: that. It's Johnny boy. It's Johnny
1: boy. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. That's easy.
0: Well, thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, it's funny, Audrey. So I don't know if you know, but with StreamYard, we can see you uh, mm-hmm. down there when uh-huh. you're off camera. What were you eating? Where are you getting handed off camera? I seen food coming. Something in. Completely
4: delivery? quintessential American P and J.
0: Nice, I couldn't tell if it was like pizza or a sandwich. So
4: no, definitely peanut butter and jelly with bourbon. Okay, so. all
0: right, peanut well, butter. I know we will. We will definitely be getting to the bourbon. I know we will be talking. I'll <laughs> well, get to stuff.
4: it now.
2: You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Oh, you go, girl.
3: Well, there you go. I'm a sailor.
4: Who
0: a glass. Who needs a glass?
4: Uh, sailors, we don't need glasses.
0: <laughs> well,
4: that's an army thing. You see that? He drinks out of the glass. I drink out of the bottles.
5: There you go. I got a sippy We're cup. Still with working it. on it, man. We're still
4: that?
0: That? I know, and I got my water since I got, well, it. I, got I know you made. don't even
1: have paparazzi here I, to hand you anything. I
0: don't have paparazzi to help me with anything, but security <laughs> will be a, paparazzi's my wife, by the way. For those of you that don't know, it's paparazzi. <laughs> it is paparazzi. Anyways again thank you for joining us tonight uh jonathan and audrey we are excited to have you and get started so one of the things we like doing is just you know we know where you're at what you're doing now but we want to learn a little bit about you what got you to this point and uh you know where your where your life started and how you ended up in the military anyway so uh audrey we will go ladies first and we will
4: go ahead jonathan
0: (laughs) See you guys next show. <laughs> Set him up. Set him up. Water. Forward. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, I let you down. Uh, yeah. Water. Ooh, fish breeding. <laughs> yes, they do. Last time I checked, all this alcohol is made with water, but it's all good. I don't know nothing. Uh, anyways, so Audrey, where'd you grow up?
4: Uh, Yonkers, New York, for half of my life. And uh, in the South for the other. So I'm quintessentially just a damn Yankee.
0: <laughs> you are the, so where <laughs> in the South were you?
4: Outside of the Charlotte area. Okay. Central Piedmont. Right. So I have family there in the mountains and then, um, you know, by the ocean.
0: Okay. Where are you at now?
4: I'm currently in the Poconos and I'm based out of DC as well. So. Okay. I live in right. more than one city.
0: Oh, Wow. Must be okay. Eric does too. He lives in he lives in River Point River and, Point, and another city bird. that he doesn't want to acknowledge. So. <laughs> suburb. It's a suburb.
1: It's yeah. a suburb. it's not. It's
0: suburb. just a small community. Anyways, Man, it is a So, Audrey, thing. what what led you to going into the service?
4: Um. So I knew I was already going to join the military by second grade. Um. Oh. My family is all military for the most part. It's military first responders. Uh, even before we helped to found this nation, all of our families from a line of warriors, right? So we have uh Viking warriors, we have people that fought in every almost every single war that's in my bloodline. So oh, wow. We just like to drink and fight, I would guess. See,
0: 23, <laughs> and they said fighters, drinkers, warriors.
4: Right. And we were like, we could do all of that? Sign yeah. us up. Yeah, so um, when I was in second grade, I heard JFK's speech, and I love I love to drive boats, so I already knew that was going to happen. My little brother was in the third ID um, when Iraq started for the invasion. I'm from Yonkers, New York. Again, I have family that are first responders, so um, 9-11 felt intimately personal, right? Um, right. So uh, it, it was on after that, basically.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. And you went into the Navy, right? Is what you said?
4: Yes. Yep.
0: Okay. And uh, where was your, your basic was there in Illinois?
4: That's the only place that we do basic anymore. (laughs) Yeah. um, So I did basic there and then I was with a squadron. I was on the Churchill for a little bit and then um, I got to drive boats and I really loved it. Right. It was my thing. So I went um, Brownwater Navy, and uh was with an amphibious unit and I was one of two females in all combat unit. So nice. It was definitely uh being part of the boats and being the boat's guy was you know, that's why I love my Marines so much, is because it was my job to make sure I took care of those fuckers and um uh, man a lot
0: of them that listen. So
4: this wrinkle right here, I attribute to them. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> how much drinking was going on and who fell?
4: No, no one falls. No okay. One falls. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, I had a good time in the Navy for some most parts of it and a lot of a lot of shit wasn't great about it. So Right.
0: So were deployments, any deployments?
4: No. Mm-mm. No,
0: all stateside pretty much. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. What's your what's your biggest thing that you took away from your time in the Navy?
4: Um I guess the the biggest part of the navy that i saw was um there were a lot of dark parts of the navy right Mm -hmm. you know i was raped over 10 times in the navy Mm -hmm. and um by various counterparts right so by um officers by enlisted another incident by marines right and so i really saw what a failure of um protecting our men and women in the service could be right Mm -hmm. and so I decided that um, no matter that that happened to me, that I would turn my pain into purpose and that people that could not speak about what was happening to them, that I would help to empower their voices. And it doesn't matter if you've been raped in the military or sexually assaulted, or whether you have combat PTSD um, from you know your time and service, we're gonna be that light that helps you find the way, right? right. And so, um, That's what it meant, you know. Like, even though that the vow of brotherhood and sisterhood was broken to me, that I would do my best every single day to make sure that I repaired that that broken bond for others.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, and and I look forward to kind of hearing more about your story. But we'll. We I want to go kind of sequentially, and that way we get. We're going to come back to it and come back to what what you've done after that and how you're continuing to help other veterans and help them through their stories as well so thank you for that thank you for your service thank you jonathan how about you so where'd you grow up
5: oh south louisiana
0: okay so uh, you began in it you're there now and that's where you started huh
5: Yeah, we we I traveled a bit. um, Okay, kind of ran around for a little while, just jumping for pretty much anywhere in the South. I've been, you know, basically lived or or held at least six months time in every state in the South except for California. Sorry,
0: I don't think we're ever (laughs) counted the South, but
5: (laughs) it was maybe halfway in the South. Uh But uh, you know, I just. I don't know. There was a point in time in my life where I decided that, you know, my family was here. So I was coming back home. Right. And, uh,
0: here I am. So you grew up in South Louisiana. What made you join the service?
5: Um, several things. Number one, uh, my sister was uh, served before me. She was in uh, she went to uh, Korea and oh, wow. had a couple of scares about being called up. You know to the front lines and stuff when things would happen so uh that was that part of her service and then uh, my oldest brother was a um a ranger so that was kind of there as well and uh the third one and probably the most important was people telling me that i couldn't make it because i had a problem with authority and i was just i didn't like them telling me i couldn't because you know i had a problem with authority right so I did it anyway.
0: <laughs> kind of ironic, right? <laughs> don't tell me that I don't like authority.
5: <laughs> so that you know, that was, that was, and then, I mean, the, the obvious reason was, you know, I joined, uh, uh May, 2002. So, um, oh. 9-11 was a big factor in that. Right. I was actually, um, climbing cell phone towers at the, at the time that that happened. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah, my, my my foreman was on the ground. and We were right across the street from the New Orleans airport, and he just starts. We're two hundred feet up or whatever, and he's just screaming, "We're going to war!" And I'm like, "This dude's what? <laughs> he's crazy." <laughs> so, uh, we came down for lunch and started looking at stuff, and I just I went home. Like I said, I'm not I don't have a desire to do anything at all. You know what I mean? Right. Just we, I never even made it home. We just went back to the office and and just sat there with each other all day watching all the watching videos everything that was going on and disbelief and just you know I, I i tried to go back to work and put that beyond me and and live a normal life but uh that was just i had to i say i had to do something like i did anything but you know i, I needed to do something for my own you life. went
0: in and you helped so you did something
5: so that's that's what put me to the point of joining the army and where was your basic? Do I have to? Fort Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> relaxing Jackson.
0: Fort Jackson, huh? Yep. Y- you didn't have a good experience there.
5: No. <laughs> it's, it's not, not like Twenty Nine Palms, right? It, have you it, been to no. Twenty Nine Palms? <laughs> no, I've only heard stories about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it was it wasn't bad. I just you know it's it's relaxing Jackson for a reason, I guess.
0: There you go. There you go. And then, uh, what was your MOS when you.
5: I was 20, hmm, 21 Romeo. I want I to. 31 Romeo. It changed several times. 31 Romeo, uh, which is communications. Um, I ended up going to airborne school right out of basic training, and I was attached to uh, 82nd.
3: Well, I was out taught there, to I say 4 me. 4
5: egg, So. Um, <laughs> We were comms for 82nd, and whoever else needed us, I guess.
0: Okay. All right. Now, did you uh, deploy
3: anywhere?
5: Yeah, I went to to Iraq twice and just found this out. Uh, Audrey mentioned that her brother was uh, part of 3rd ID uh, when Iraq kicked off, the war kicked off in Iraq. And um, I actually was attached to 3rd ID when we crossed the border. Pretty much the morning after the war started. <laughs> so you're so
4: rolling with my little brother.
0: Yeah. You just learned that right now.
5: You guys yeah. didn't know that before? Yeah, well, I mean like two <laughs> nights night. ago, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two nights ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So you guys were you guys were possibly rolling together, huh? <laughs> yep.
2: They were. They were. Oh, they were? Yeah, they oh, were.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Yep. And then how long, I, and I, Audrey, I forgot to ask you. So how long were you in, Jonathan? I, was, uh, I, w- I did four years. Um, four
5: years? Okay.
0: Got out. Now, Audrey, how long, did, how long were you in?
4: So I did five and a half years active duty, the rest reserve time, and then I did um, over 12 years of uh, time with the Department of Defense.
0: Okay. Hmm. Oh, wow. 12 years hmm. with the t- Department of Defense, huh?
4: Yeah, I was uh, an IT specialist,
0: a GS twelve. All words way over our head. I wish (laughs) we knew what those meant, but I worked for the man
4: as a civilian. Uh, (laughs) And GS scale is GS fifteen, so I was GS twelve. So I was like, you know, two away. So yeah, there you
0: go. There you go. Look at Tonto calling you out, Jonathan. You were the real heroes. No. sometimes (laughs) you just got to accept the words people say man thank you but i don't want
5: to live with that kind of (laughs)
4: brother especially i'll make a song or something for him (laughs) oh oh.
0: we're gonna have to hear more about that making a song for him that's that's interesting all right so uh so we learned a little bit about you now now it's it's what are you guys doing now And, and audrey i know we have the amazonian uh say it put it up again eric see you said it so many times now i'm like Amazonian i gotta make sure i'm warrior saying it right. warrior foundation, foundation. dot you.
1: org thank yeah. you
0: now what made you do this i mean obviously you just told us some of your experience but right. you know that's 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 an experience that would not be easy and you know you hope nobody else is living through that but what A made lot you are. Up, yeah one that's
4: Yeah, so what what made me do that was after being able to actually finally speak about what happened to me, right? Like healing Mm -hmm. myself, um, really starting to get into the fight, right? Understanding that uh, men and women who are raped in the military, it's literally one in three for both sexes, um, and that the numbers are astronomically high. By the end of this year alone, 30,000 service members will either be raped, sexually assaulted, or sexually harassed. And when that happens, you have a 50-50 chance of killing yourself. So people that have been raped in the military or experienced <laughs> that, literally um, have the highest rate of suicide. So we kill ourselves more than combat veterans. So the numbers are astounding um, and we have the lowest rate of funding. So it was like, wow, I got to step up. And then I realized that, you know, out of that 30,000, 80% of them are going to be exposed to domestic violence. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that my military family and their families are going to be exposed to that, it became very very clear that I had to get into the fight. Um when you're 90%, you have a chance of killing yourself when you become homeless and this is what happens frequently. So I just felt like you know when I fled domestic violence for myself, that i deserved more than a 10% chance of living and um you know i've been there i put a glock 17 in my mouth and pulled the trigger so <laughs> i'm not supposed to be here but i am right and so i take that you know renewed faith with me every single day that i'm supposed to be here to impact the lives of others so that they do not do the same things that i did
0: right so you put the glock 17 in your mouth you're here yeah.
4: Yeah, my gun was dirty. Um, I had known, you know, I think when we all start going through that that darkness period, right? Like we all know, um, and I like, I purposely wouldn't shoot my weapon, right? Like I um, I just knew that like, I shouldn't be around it at that point. And right. so after I, I did that, after I pulled the trigger, um, my uncle who is a, a veteran as well, and my cousin, who is a veteran, Marine Corps veteran combat um, veteran, works for the state of New York as law enforcement. Um, you know, I went to them and I said, I need you to take my firearm. Right. Like oh, I just wow. um, I knew at that point. Right. And so I was like, OK, well, I got to face the reality of this shit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I shouldn't die. Right. Because of what other people did to me. And right. um And so I just, I went after it, you know, as far as I could. And um, now I get to help other people do the same.
0: That's badass. So Eric, I know you pulled up the website. Do you want to share her website? Eric Eric's getting to play with all the toys now. So you don't have it up (laughs) anymore?
1: Well, no, I just jumped on her LinkedIn. (laughs) Okay. I'm never on there.
2: Gosh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> er, hey Eric's the master stalker like he stocks he stocks everything for everybody which is awesome because I, I don't have the time right now. <laughs> Thank but. God
4: my my Instagram is is different from that so. <laughs> hey, my
0: Instagram's locked down. So there's uh, the website Eric's been having it uh, go down on on the bottom there so AmazonianWarriorFoundation.org. Uh, make sure you go check it out. So Audrey, can you explain real quick what what exactly you're doing?
4: Yeah. So um, unfortunately, when you become 100% service connected as a veteran, you're actually denied services. So that means when you become homeless, you're over income from the VA. Um, So usually the process is that you would apply for a voucher when you become homeless. That doesn't apply to people that are 100%. So they're literally turning veterans away knowing that the rates of suicide are going to be 90% or more, right? right. So um, we have temporary pop-up homeless uh, that's access for homeless veterans to use. So I'll go wherever it is in the U.S. to bring uh, a pop-up camper until we can get you squared away into a hotel or something. We also do board sport therapy. So we do cognitive-based processing therapy stuck points. So the stuck point could be shame or guilt, Mm. right? Guilt that you didn't pull the trigger fast enough. And then we put you, we talk about it for 20 minutes. We do habits versus facts, right? And then we go on a board sport. Um, So because, you know, we've been so taught to disassociate, but you cannot do that when you're on a a snowboard. You can't do that when you're surfing. You can't do that when you're one wheeling. Um, And we do release of burden hikes as well. So we take that burden, we put it on a rock, and we hiked the top of the mountain and you tell me every reason why you think you should have this stuck point. Right. And I actually, you have this up right now. Oh, that's cool. This is my own release of burden. Um, mm-hmm. And so the first place that I was sexually assaulted was at Naval station, great lakes. Um, so I painted this myself and actually went with my own battles and I left it there at the gate. So, oh, wow. yeah. Um, so Like, you know, we do that for other people, but we just put it on the mountaintop. And so when they are suicidal or they're going back to the stuck point, we're able to center that veteran or active duty service member very quickly and say, remember, you released that at this beach. Mm -hmm. You released that at this mountain. Right. And so you're able to say, well, yeah, yeah, I did. I did do that. Um, We also do things for food disparity. So we know that some of our homeless veterans They can't fucking ever want to live in a house again. Right. So they're Mm going to stay in those tents, but they should never be forgotten. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, we bring toiletries to them or grown organic food that we make from, uh, you know, zucchini and we put some chocolate chips in there. And so they're at least eating something healthy ish. But, you know, the chocolate chips have to help. And um, so we haven't forgotten them, and then we're able to bridge our community. Um, when I've done that, we've fed a hundred veterans that are homeless in uh, Philadelphia alone. Mm-hmm. There are eleven thousand homeless veterans in LA. So what we're trying to do is, you know, we're going to bring our board sport therapy program to a place in California. We're working with that, and we're trying to build veteran villages. Um, outside of adaptive sports communities, because we know that sports reduces the rates of suicides for veterans. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. And I know LA needs it because the homeless population, especially everywhere in (laughs) California right now is, is right really growing out of control every, I mean, I was talking about, we were, I was in Fresno today in the home, homeless population, and I can only imagine what percentage is so actually veterans. veterans right? yeah. So many are
4: veterans, right? So many are veterans. And, you know, they've, they've, and I also advocate for people, people call me from active duty and say, hey, this happened to me, or people will say, hey, I had a stroke and I'm not getting the right care at the VA, you know, so then I just, it doesn't matter what your issue is, <laughs> if you contact me, I'm going to go to work for you, right? Like that okay. is my oath to you. Uh, regardless of your situation, regardless of your branch, um, and I'm i I'm gonna do what I got to do to take care of you. If well, I got- if I can't <laughs> do it, someone else is going to, right? Like, period.
0: And we got our our in-house VA. Yeah. Uh, he actually works for the VA <laughs> in in the Cleveland area. So we got Joey from Square Table Degenerates. There you go.
4: Hit me up. We're always looking for yeah. a VSO. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's he's right. And so that's
4: not even the other problem we have. The other problem we have is if you do get a voucher, right. um, Then the issue runs into who actually accepts the voucher. So just because you have a voucher does not mean you're going to have a place to live as a homeless veteran. And so that is,
1: you know, just barrier after barrier that we've been dealing with. Remember that was with Olivia. That was the issue that we had. We had a, um,
0: she was in the Navy too. She was in
1: the Navy. Yeah. And she was homeless and she was sexually assaulted. <laughs> this was yeah, um, ear- earlier on whenever we first started and and I'd went to school with her. She ended up homeless in Santa Cruz, uh, ended up getting, getting right. She had got some help and uh, again, couldn't find a place with a voucher, some a place in Santa Cruz. She ended up getting a voucher and her husband there and, you know, and fast forward now, she's, she's, dealing with everything every day, but she is a hundred percent awesome. She's doing really, really good. Uh, she just messaged me the other day about coming on and sharing some stuff that's, that's come up with her. So nice. Um, not to take away from what you're doing, obviously, but just adding on to it that. Yeah. It's, it's so common
4: for, for all of us. And yeah. another problem we have is the disparity of healthcare with VAs, right? Yeah. So we have some yeah. veteran affairs, officials like in arizona and some places in california that take out this hundred million dollar discretionary fund right? And they approve vouchers for veterans that are actually at 100% because you can approve them based on need, right? Mm-hmm. As well, besides just income. Then there are other VAs that are denying veterans. And however, they don't want to keep track of those numbers. So what we've asked them is to provide actual numbers on the veterans that you are turning away because you know they're likely to kill themselves and wow. they've refused.
1: And just wow. so- think what we could do with some of that money to help those out and to drop that, which I know the 22 is the number whole holds on to. But if we could reduce that number and all that money that's being thrown away to other issues that we're dealing with out here in, in the world, I mean,
0: wow. <laughs> that's I mean, that's amazing kind of the how story much, like, of, unfortunately, our government <clears throat> right yeah. now. Is, I mean,
1: Mikey knows firsthand about, about diminished fricking. Well, I know.
0: mean, we. my dad was able to get, all of his money and and that wasn't the problem it was the care that he was receiving because we went yeah. you know he had lung cancer he was he was vietnam agent orange and so i mean i think he was like 130 percent. so he was getting he was getting his money but we actually my my wife was a was an absolute bulldog pit bull whatever you want to call it. she was aggressive as hell and she got a waiver for us to come to a local doctor because all the VA uh, centers for us are two and a half to four hours away based on where we're at and taking somebody with lung cancer, who's, you know, literally dying that far is, is not good. And Mm -hmm. so we were able to get a doctor here. He actually got him from oxygen to up and walking around, driving around for another year and a half. And then the VA came back and said, no, we're, we're not, we're not honoring the waiver anymore. So then. You know within within four months he was gone and and it just went down to we were getting we were getting chemo at this place it was taking four hours the first time we go to the va office it was 10 minutes and i even asked them like wait a minute that doesn't even make sense and they're like oh this is same thing that they're giving them i'm like really and literally within weeks i mean his condition just deteriorated so it's it's not even you know the money's one side but then it's the overall care in some of these facilities as well, that is just sad. But I know there's good people out there too. I know Joey fights for everybody. Yeah. So thank you, Joey. And obviously you're doing it, Audrey. So thank you for for showing all these all these veterans love and, and giving them a voice because I think that's that's ultimately what I would like to do, but I gotta learn the system better. Right. So maybe I have to I have to learn it from you or something and, and get it down.
4: You could come join us in DC. Oh, oh, yeah. I, probably wouldn't I can't be even get
0: there. him to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well,
0: that's, just time. I I'm
4: just, that's I
1: have super
4: good bourbon. Does he, though?
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's something in Nebraska that's going to be brought around somewhere for hero stock. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some stuff for hero stock. <laughs> I know we
1: got to go buy the. Yeah. Nebraska brewing company and all that.
0: Good. Yeah. You got to do all the things. In yeah. Nebraska. Oh, for sure. So let's, let's move over to Jonathan again. Oh. So I know uh, you have the people's Patriot project that you're part of. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that.
5: So the people's Patriot project, uh, they kind of, this is kind of my personal story side of it, not necessarily their mission. We'll get into that in a minute, but okay, um, they just kind of welcome people in. Right. And, and it's, it's an open door policy. You, you know, you, You've got all the space you need until you, you know, you just prove that you can't handle it or whatever. But um, I, I came in not too long ago trying to um, find my way in the veteran community. Um, I thought I was going to be a blazing pioneer and start a podcast center, centered around veterans. And,
0: right. You know, I think we yeah, all do. You know?
5: Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys, uh, well, you beat me to it. Yeah. Uh. yeah the uh so that that was my idea was you know i'm gonna start this podcast but i i i really had disconnected from the veteran community when i got out it was you know i I didn't want a whole lot to do with any of it it was just distance myself if i don't uh if i don't subject myself to it then i don't have to think about it right Mm -hmm. so i just i got away from everything military i didn't Look up veterans. I didn't talk to people, you know, like yeah. if people found me cool, but whatever. Right. So I got into the veteran thing again, and I, I started seeing all these people and all these, uh, all these uh, wonderful missions uh, that people have going on, helping veterans. And that's when mm-hmm. I realized that man, that you say the numbers twenty two, right? That's what everybody kind of latches on to, but it's really much, much more than that. Um, so it's it's it got to the point where i wanted to do something and i kind of got introduced to the people's patriot project and started interacting with uh with them on their their podcast and um mark and andrea kind of invited me to go on there and it just kind of never left man Uh, you know just stuck with it (laughs) when they when they open up the doors i stuck my foot in there stuck a broom in the door like i'm moving in here comes all my stuff
4: (laughs) we're good people to hang with
5: (laughs) there you go we we just uh we we kind of took off and and built a a wonderful relationship over the last six months that uh and and honestly to get to this point in um the bourbon battle buddies mission which is my passion was to help veterans but to do it with uh, bourbon because i wanted to combine the two things that i love right okay. but i spent a long time beating myself up over that because how do you how do you introduce people to something that has such a negative outlook on it already you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and then and then try to use that for good And it was really through conversations with them that uh, Mark kind of and Andrea, they kind of helped me push towards it, you know what I mean? And then they've been fully supportive of it. But uh, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. You're good. You're uh, good. It's your show, buddy.
0: It's your show.
5: um, No, the People's Patriot Project, as Mark said, (laughs) the shock and awe is uh, kind of the tagline with there, but they they... Put forth, uh, man, a, a massive list of people and resources around the country that uh, that are boots on the ground, active in in combating the the silent, invisible enemy of PTSD and really whatever issues, homelessness, whatever. Um, I've I've worked out a a mission recently with the People's Patriot Project and uh, Operation Texas Strong out of out of texas and basically five other five organizations in one to help a homeless veteran down in florida wow Uh, so pretty much boots on the ground people that are active in supporting veterans and and you know we just we're uh as mark (laughs) says trying to be the shock and awe. so
0: well thank you mark and
5: andrea for for getting that started
0: so so they have people all over the country.
5: Yes, uh, okay. is it all veterans? It's it's mostly veterans, but oh, um, so. anybody that's active really in in helping the veteran and first responder community. I, mm-hmm. I, I say veterans because that's you know that's what I'm uh, tied to. But Mark himself was a uh, a veteran um, firefighter and first responder, so. Uh, their project and their mission reaches out to all, all spectrums uh, that fit that cat- those categories. But um, they have people that aren't veterans, but it's boots on the ground, active in supporting veterans and first responders is what it's about.
4: And it's even more important to support, especially first responders that are veterans, because their rates of suicide are even higher than mm-hmm. veterans alone. Yeah, so they just if,
0: keep seeing it. They just keep yeah. seeing right. everything.
4: It. Yeah. And so our brothers and sisters that have left the military, and then decided to continue to serve this country in an aspect of being law enforcement, are significantly at higher risk of suicide themselves. So it's really something that we remember that we cross all boundaries and that we're supposed to support each other no matter what.
0: Well, and I think that's that's the thing, you know, and I I've I listened to you both talk on another show and you know there's there's a big I know Audrey, you you especially talk a lot about the mental health health aspect, but we don't think about the fact that between very sorry <laughs> You got to be quiet uh, well, when you make I, mistakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes.
1: right. yeah. I was trying to send Mike. I was it, trying to send Mark it, a message. It,
0: it's 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 great when Eric's trying to learn technology too. That's I'm letting him have fun and do his. I thing, know he's still out of control. I'm, yeah, he I'm can't just, control. He's awesome. I can control it, yeah, but you'll just bounce us around more. So it's well, all good. Uh, anyways, so I I wanted to point out that you know with with what you just said with with that stat line of the first responders is. I think people got to remember, you know, when you're in the service, you literally don't see a lot of positive, right? right? I know there's, there's things you can hope that happen. And we may all have these visions of grandeur, but the realism, especially all these guys that went into combat. And, and I don't think you have to go into combat to deal with real issues. I think there's things you deal with like you, Audrey, um, that come along. Right. But you don't see a lot of positive the whole time. And then you become a first responder and how much mm-hmm. positive you know maybe you guys get to deliver a baby or or you save a life i mean those are positive things but right. what it took to get there the mental stress even though you know obviously everybody tries to numb themselves to it and and that's the whole point of boot camp right is to numb you to what's coming obviously it doesn't work because we still take the hit mentally you know all of all of our veterans all of our first responders are taking it cuz we're humans you you can't not take that hit so um it just really made me think about that when you you gave that that whole stat about a veteran and a first responder because i'm like man they never see anything positive like how do you how do you overcome that so thank you for sharing that sorry my little tangent (laughs)
4: It's okay. It's just important to remember that they exist as well, right? Right. And um, so sometimes there's division among us, right? Because we are the defenders of the Constitution. Um, Mm -hmm. We defend this. We have given our oath to defend this Constitution. However, a lot of our brothers and sisters are law enforcement. And so, you know, while we might not agree with every decision they make or how they tactically hand something, um, there's a way for us to support each other, especially for mental health. Absolutely, right.
0: right. And and thank you, Mark, for sharing some of some of some more stats around this: 600 million first responder calls a year versus 30 million first responders.
1: Right. Yeah. Wow. Check your email,
4: Mark. Well, <laughs> they are overtaxed, right? You know, and they are running off of almost nothing.
5: So yeah,
0: that's one. And you know, the the worst part is it's probably just going to get worse. And that's that's terrible to think about the
5: people that I've spoken to in the first responder world, there's, there tends to be a, a very common theme of, you know, a lot of the, and, and I don't know the exact numbers. I had them written down somewhere, but I don't have them with me. The majority of first responders in our, in our country are, are volunteers. And so when they go on these calls and they see these traumas, they've, they it's a different scene, but they leave that immediately mm-hmm. and go right back home to their families. And if there is any, um, counseling or, or something to help them cope with that, it doesn't happen till down the road and there needs to be more active counseling or, uh, I, I can't think of the word right now, but, you know, uh, um, um, debriefing on issues like that right uh, effective immediately even for volunteers Uh i feel
0: like mark's reading your mind jonathan because you say (laughs) something mark like he's literally posting it at the same time tonight you said the shock and awe he said shock and awe like you guys are you guys are obviously very close because your talk tracks are right on so uh that's crazy being really in many aspects, I feel more sympathetic to first responders, especially EMTs, and some veteran. <laughs> well, and and Joey deals with veteran issues every day, so you know he 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 sees it. So, all right, we learned about each one of your your individual projects or the other projects you're involved in. Let's now get in bourbon. Yeah, yeah, now you get to get to bourbon.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, except for we're kind of I guess we're we're not able to join in the fun. <laughs> So I'd like my hair. To, I'd
5: like to start that by saying tonight uh, we're celebrating. Oh, what are we, we are. celebrating? What we're are we celebrating, celebrating for everybody um, out there? The Bourbon Battle More Braves Alive podcast uh, released the first episode today
0: oh eric's scrambling now to get it man, i was like trying to get it you jump like i jumped too far it. ahead yeah you didn't <laughs> even give me a
1: heads up dude <laughs> no, no this, this is, is even bogus.
0: so apparently uh jonathan you need to we need to see some super video
5: nice swimming i nice dude, swimming with would Martha. be dope hey man my guys <laughs> can be very pointy <laughs> there you go
4: okay army i want to see that yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i want to see it <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Yeah, they probably have like the the pink speedos and everything, right?
4: I will buy them pink speedos.
0: (laughs) You will buy. There you go. The challenge (laughs) is on. You guys need to take that to the show now, and the challenge is (laughs) on. The pink speedo is ready for you, Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) So now the and Mark's got to get one too now. So.
1: There has been a, two shirtless episodes on our podcast.
0: Well, I don't know about shirtless, but yeah, it was you know, shirtless. A, shirt, a shirt came up for a minute. Well, I don't want to get flagged by YouTube or something. And, you know, and, and then our new our just... new radio channel might not accept. Well, luckily, they can't see it, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> it's just what we would all say if you do it again. Anyways, <laughs> so Bourbon Battle Buddies, where did that where did that come from?
5: um for me, I had a little uh, YouTube channel with some friends of mine uh it's still going. We called it uh, whiskey Coons. It's a little southern you know crazy whiskey
0: coolons
5: yeah so we did that for a while and I got to uh, I got to the point where I felt like if I was gonna make an effort to reach people, I wanted to make an effort to reach people for a reason not just because of you know it's i'm weird. going bourbon reviews or whatever so um he will uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, about, <laughs> <off>. <laughs> so i, said, uh, I decided to, to take more of a backstage backseat role to to that um youtube channel and okay I, I struggled with it for a little while, trying to come up with something, and Bourbon Battle Buddies just stuck. And it was more centered around something that I, I heard talking to a guy um, at work, of all things. And he said, "You know, man," he said, "I'm retired. I get to watch my kids and my grandkids. You know, they come drop their kids off. We put them on the. I get to watch my grandkids go to school every day. I get to take them off the bus." And it was like, man, I said, that's awesome. That's living the dream right there, right? And he mm-hmm. said, yeah. And he said, you want to know how you get to it? I said, all you got to do is live, bro. Mm. I said, the simplest man. statement on earth, but it's uh, so like, it's when you think about it, right? It's kind of super powerful. Right. Uh, and then I kind of brought that over and um, I had this little acronym going because, you know, I figured the military is all about acronyms, but it was uh. Be brave, but it was B three brave. But it's a uh, bourbon battle buddies raising awareness for veterans everywhere. And so uh, I just kind of put toyed with ideas for a while, and I came up with a few things, and and this is the one that stuck. And for a while, I I, I didn't know if it would be great because, <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, um, it's you you're bringing something that. it, it kind of gets brought up with depression right, right. Uh, depressed people shouldn't drink alcohol and you know here we are and we're talking a lot about depression and and it's an issue that veterans deal with uh, on a constant basis so right? i didn't wanna i thought the name was great it was catchy but i i, I knew at some point i was going to get some feedback from it right did you Not oh yeah not really No,
4: I have Um, my own nonprofit. Right. Because I use whiskey for good. And I actually like I have fundraisers for I call them fun tastings rather than fundraisers, uh, because you're always going to have a fun tasting with me. And um, so I literally use, you know, whiskey for good. And I try to have local distillers that are veteran owned and operated. Um, so that you can have a taste of an experience from a veteran that's trying to make something magical in this craft and bring bourbon back because it's quintessentially military. Also with normal um, brands, right? So people would come to me and be like, I think it's wrong that you're using alcohol to fundraise. And I'm like, well, I think it's wrong that you don't know that we invented that. You know, (laughs) like that's ours. And that while somebody has triggers you're not sitting there giving somebody crap for overeating right you're just saying that alcohol is quintessentially bad or this drug is quintessentially bad and i'm saying get the veteran to actually address why they're dealing with their trauma in that way rather than come after something that i'm passionate about and that you know actually tastes amazing um and you don't have to actually use it just to get drunk right you can use it because there's a craft involved somebody made that um and get to know what you're drinking so
0: no i think that's that's a an absolute i mean like jeremy said there mic drop right that's yeah i use whiskey
4: for good right and if you don't want to participate i'm not shoving it down your throat however I will shut the shit down my throat.
3: Like, <laughs> exactly. You
4: can't drink it. I'll drink it for you. Right? Like, no problem. Like, go get on here.
0: I got, I got <laughs>
4: in trouble. For me, right? Like, that's okay. Cool.
0: I got in trouble for posting a gun raffle. Like, I got all sorts of. That's another one. Oh, yeah. For posting a gun that's raffle. For,
4: Ooh, that's another one right for there. A high too. school
0: sport. And I was like, um, you know, we have the right to protect ourselves and. That's what we're going to go with. So I, I'm not worried about it. And it's the best fundraiser they do all year because they can't do alcohol for a football, a high school football team. So yeah. do a gun. And it's <laughs> it's the best fundraiser they have all year. So it, and I you know. think
5: that's, uh, it might be part of the reason why I've kind of like, it is bourbon battle buddies and I, I do enjoy my bourbon, but it might be part of the reason why I've sort of tried to, stay away from it for the most part you know what i mean like i don't i don't force it live or anything like that mostly what i do with the facebook page and stuff like that is i just try to promote positivity man i just want people to find if you can connect with something that's being said then connect with it uh really just want to create a conversation with people you know right Right. read something you like talk about it read something you don't like talk about it let's let's gain knowledge together you know what i mean i'm any, any, uh, any conversation is good. Good conversation. So, hey Jason,
0: uh, can I get the guns in California? Are those are those California legal guns. Oh, California probably, legal, probably <laughs> not. I'll cross
1: the border with them for you, buddy.
0: I want, I want that AR that doesn't have all the rules that we have to have in California. But that ain't happening. So. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Yes, I
5: wanted, yes Mark. I, wanted hero, <laughs> I wanted to have hero stock uh, on the Mark. on the butt of it.
0: Exactly exactly i want i want the logo on there steiner i want the logo
1: i need mark to go to youtube and send me a message
0: (laughs) two of the three are california legal i doubt it i bet none of them are california legal you gotta go read all of our laws on i
4: happen to love california
0: it's great for the weather it's absolutely for the weather.
4: We live in a, Look, live in a California cup I drink out of every day. I I, well, I town. didn't notice that
1: she's made sure that she. But we do. Uh, but, but we live in the valley, which is where the workers, right? Like farmers and
0: yeah, we're we're in Mike, the ag area, yeah. so we we live. <laughs> at least we Tonto, you got thirty illegal rounds. Yeah, yeah. we only get to have 10, <laughs> in yeah. our, uh, ten. according to our legal ARs, so whatever. <laughs> Anyways. So So we
4: drink bourbon now, right? And and talk about mental health. And um, I, you know, my family is ingrained into bourbon, I'm ingrained into bourbon and Irish whiskey. And so I love being able to share my passion for whiskey with others, especially veterans and then be able to kind of discuss something that maybe they're not really open to sharing with other people besides a veteran or a first responder. So, you know, um, having bourbon battle buddies is an amazing thing because I get to check in with my battle right there with Jonathan. Right. Mm -hmm. And we get to make sure that we help others check in with their battles. And if they don't know how to be one, we kind of just kind of give them some, you know, mentorship and maybe instruction um, and learning how to be a better battle.
0: Okay. Now, how did you guys come together? Um, Mark. (laughs) Mark?
4: I I was on the show. Um, I got invited to the People's Patriot Project to kind of talk about Amazonian Warrior Foundation. I'm a member of um, Whiskey Warriors. So uh, Jason, he actually has that. There's like over 30,000 of us veterans there strong. That all love whiskey. Right. Um, And uh, my Instagram, I did uh, whiskey influencing there beforehand. I'm a brand ambassador for a whiskey company as well. And so me and Jonathan just naturally gravitated to each other because we love bourbon. Right. So Mm -hmm. it was going to happen one way or another. And Mark was like, hey, I kind of think you two should, uh, you know, um, just. Drink bourbon and and bullshit together, and I was like, "Sign me up for that."
0: (laughs) Well, and I don't think you have a problem conversating at all, Audrey. You you definitely you definitely can talk. So I know that's great. No, that's what you need, right? You need you need that. So for for those that do not know, and including me, I'll, I'll say I'm I'm very ignorant to you know the bourbon and whiskey world, right? I we've we've. You know we have some scottish stuff we have you know i think the oldest one is 18 years uh but we've tried it not necessarily i don't know even if we're drinking it right we did get we straight <laughs> Does it up go down bought,
1: your throat? We yeah you <laughs> trick, right? <laughs> i'm sorry not to be an ass smart ass
0: <laughs> i know anyway anyway uh we bought the lg fridge that has like the ice ball like makes the two inch oh, ice balls okay. And so tried to do it and just couldn't, just couldn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know this has got to be more enjoyable.
4: So my question to you with, um, with the scot, which is Scotch that you, right.
0: It was, it was no Scottish. It was, it said a Scottish bourbon, I believe or whiskey on the bottle.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, I can't go with what A lot of people don't don't like, don't like Scotch because they don't like this peat taste. right? Right. Um, it's very like smoky for some people. Uh, the difference between Scotch and kind of like a peat, besides the mash bill, right? So right. the corn literally makes your spice, um, okay. or that barley makes the spice. Um, so basically, like if you want a good Kentucky spice, you're gonna change it from a you know either a yellow corn or a white corn, right? Okay. And that gives you that fiery, um, so that afterburn. In the bourbon world, we call that a Kentucky kiss, right? Okay. So if you like a spicy Kentucky kiss, right, the higher proof you're going to go and the more fire you're going to get. So if you like that, the good chances are you're probably going to like a rye, right? Okay. Um, If you don't like that much spice, And you want something a little bit mellower, right? You're going to want a lower proof. So you're going to want maybe like a 93 to 95. Mm -hmm. And then if you really enjoy that, then you're probably going to start venturing into Irish whiskey because it's a single still and it's got this lighter, airy taste.
2: Smoother. Right.
4: So it's that. So if you drink good quality, period, (laughs) anything is going to be smooth. Right. right? It just, you know, do you want a Patriot missile? right? <laughs> <laughs> or do you want a more proportional response and you just want some artillery, right? right. So it's kind of like, you know, what do you want? You know, do you want this spicy kiss or do you want like a mellow, passionate, you know, little thing? Right. So, I mean, um, that's what bourbon can make you feel. So, I mean, I would highly encourage it.
1: There you go, John. I got you. Check that <laughs> out. <clears throat> there you go. Warriors, Warriors and Whiskies. And, Whiskies. and they actually have probably the coolest. Uh Red, uh every, you know, remember everyone deployed shirt, yes. Friday shirt. Yes. They yeah, probably have one of the really dopest. Next,
0: next to sit rep twenty. Next, to, uh, next
1: to sit rep twenty two.
4: Yeah, Jason and Milo—they just launched their own. Um, yep, that we have our pin here. Oh, nice! They just launched their own actual whiskey line, right? So that's available now for purchase that you can try. And um, all of their proceeds, a portion of their proceeds from that barrel pick, will actually go to my foundation. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, they've been super great in supporting um just veterans in general but i'm i'm really kind of proud of him honestly i'm kind of proud of that whole crew um to have over thirty thousand of us strong and i mean this is how i've met a lot of veteran distillers or veterans period and is because of that um great connection yeah. and it's it's really You're just showing how strong we can be together and how much we can get accomplished and We could do it at the same time. We're enjoying super good bourbon. Like life is good.
0: I'm interested in where exactly you have bottles because the TV has bottles back there. (laughs) And then I just seen you move and I think there's more bottles on a shelf over there. So can we go like in your bathroom? There's a bottle in the
1: bathroom. So I actually have, have um, an my whiskey collection is all delivered. over
4: the U.S. So my degree is in security risk analysis and cybersecurity. Oh. So I, you know, I mitigated and outsourced some of my bottles because if you have like 500 to a thousand bottles of whiskey, it's probably not best that you keep them all in one location, right? So, all that bullshit
1: that she just told us, all these fancy words. Uh, just to get to that. Just to get the. Yeah, I can't carry it all at my house because I got too much shit. Yeah. No, no, no. I just decided that, like, if
4: my house burned down, like my all all of it would be gone, right? And so, if I could put it at different family members based on, like, maybe Irish or Scotch that they really enjoy, they could enjoy it as well. And I my. My location of certain bottles would be safe, right? So yeah. if I, if I had an earthquake, you know, or I lost something in NorCal, or uh, my house burned down in the Poconos, or you know, some other shit happened, I would still have a cash. It's um, it's being smart. Yeah, I didn't
0: think about it like that, because I was like, man, I, I want to get to a couple of, th- We're we're big wine people.
4: Yeah, I like I don't- my
0: wife and I love wine, but. <laughs> we yeah that's a good idea not to keep it all in one place
4: right and then you don't have to travel with it and when you visit those family members they could be for christmas for thanksgiving you already got all your shit there i
0: don't trust them to drink it though
4: oh yeah most all mines with military family members i trust them right and and when they call and ask they say hey can i pop that bottle i'm like yeah the shit's at your house you know it's like a red go ahead (laughs) it's like a red tea, right i'm yeah, red- no. at your bar and you know drinking what you want to right so
0: what are you drinking right now
4: right like, now um yeah. so what i drank today or right now
0: right now what you <laughs> oh, okay. round bottle <laughs>
4: so i'm drinking blanton's gold um so blanton's is like what i'm known for it was like my um Bourbon of my choice that I really went to explore what different bourbons kind of tasted like okay. so it usually comes with all the different toppers the um, the gold one is kind of a, a special one. Mm-hmm. And so all of these spell well after the 90s like after 1996 they started to put um, letters here. So all the horse toppers spell out blends.
0: Oh, wow, so you have
4: to collect them all. And then um, the regular ones are brown, and then there's like silver, gold, black. Or I have all of those. Um, of course you That picture Holy over shit. there is a Blanton's, uh,
0: Blanton bottle back there. Yeah, oh, someone
4: my. painted that one for me. Um, people tried to say that it was my fault that there was a Blanton shortage because uh, <laughs> I have like a bunch of straight from the barrel and, and Blanton's gold. But I want to remember and retell these people that it was John Wick's fault as the movies came up. Every single movie, he started to introduce a new Blantons to people. And really, it was like a $60 bottle, not this one, Um, but the regular one was like a $60 pour, right? And Mm -hmm. so that's good. Would I overpay for Blantons? No. Will I ever run out of Blantons? No. I won't have these issues that other people have, right? But I wouldn't encourage anyone to overpay for anything like that. So if you wanted like a a mid place that's, you know, easy, accessible to find. Mm-hmm. I would recommend, you know, old Forester pre-prohibition series. I think that's a great, great price point for something that's really got an amazing flavor. If you're in DC, Mount Pleasant whiskey Club's got some good stuff. That's an air force veteran owned um, distillery. So I can give you recommendations about bourbon all day. I, have a uh,
0: I, I believe <clears throat> you. I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: In front, Uh, in in, since you are a a Blanton's expert, can you please tell me? I just said
4: it's my bay.
1: Well, I this is gonna gonna get to the point. Do you have the Blanton's blue label from 2019 special release, Poland limited edition?
4: Yeah, so I have, yeah, I've had that one. I have eighteen hundred dollars a bottle.
0: She didn't know what to pay. She awesome. just bought it. <laughs> you
4: got to have. I mean, so let me just be very, very fair, right? Like, I have Boss Hog um, Spirit of the Mauve, right? It's number five. Dave Pickernell was a Navy veteran. This is his last bottle of his expression. I have about four or five of those bottles. I literally shared two of those whole bottles. I outsourced them. People said, hey, I've never had this before. But I said, no problem. I selected a bunch of people and sent it out for free, right? That I is- believe that. Bourbon, just whiskey in general, the way it's crafted is meant to be shared. So, Mm. I have friends that have collections where they have hundreds of bottles unopened and they don't touch them. And they, you know, they're like, um, like T Rexes, right? Which I wear a T Rex costume, so I actually want to participate in drinking my bourbon rather than be an ancient relic on a shelf, right? right? (laughs) Um, so I I practice a different type of whiskey sharing, right? Like, I, um, I, I don't like, you know, people to not share what I'm having. So, you know, I could send you guys some a sample of some Blanton's Gold. All you got to do is say hello. Um, so, hey, uh, Mike, Eric, I will send you no, right. some. Like,
2: hey, Audrey.
4: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Jay, what's up, bro? Um, so I mean, that's kind of my thing. But, you know, th- this is why we do whiskey tasting, right? So I have free <laughs> Incredible, like my next whiskey, right is um Irish whiskey. So I'm doing Jameson 18, uh, Redbreast 21, and then I'm doing a you know a DC local distiller of uh Mount Pleasant Whiskey Club and DC District, right? So just the Jameson 18 alone, people that's like a 200 300 bottle, the Redbreast 21, I think, is like 300. And I'm just saying. Pay 120 bucks, you get a one shot, one ounce pour of all four, right? right? So what I'm doing is I'm letting people have epically dope whiskey while drinking for my nonprofit. I mean,
0: terrible, terrible. You know, but terrible. I'm
4: making sure it's good whiskey because I want people to like me for Redbreast. I, you know, I'm, I'm part Irish, right? So like, I start at Redbreast 21 or 27. Not everybody can do that, right? But I make sure that I can do that in life. I deserve it. I've been through fucking hell and back. So if I'm gonna drink good whiskey, and I'm single, right? Shit, who's gonna tell me no? No, right? (laughs) So um, that's my passion to take photography with with uh, with bourbon bottles, hike with it, take pictures of it, and hike and drink for bourbon by myself, right?
5: So. haven't been on audrey's instagram <laughs> we'll make <laughs> sure we went we'll, through we'll, a bunch of pictures she's got some really good photos
2: Yeah,
0: concert, so i want to meet somebody like audrey but with tequila <laughs>
4: i'll see you um oh, me and tequila
0: well I mean, if you get the good stuff you know it's kind of the same thing you get the good stuff you yeah, yeah the not, good. not the not the cheap you know we get drunk at 18 shit <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, I don't.
4: I don't drink cheap tequila. I just uh, no. the the side effects for me in tequila is like. <laughs> well,
0: I think for everybody,
4: you yeah. know, I, I'm already, you know, I'm already there. So I'm already <laughs> ethically like I'm snowboarding. I'm doing crazy things. You know, we have a, a we have a whiskey militia called in in the snowboarding community. Nice. Uh, so it's kind of like the Fight Club. And so you drink, <laughs> you drink, you know, you drink certain. Um, whiskey while you're snowboarding right so right. uh you get to be a, a a member of that and it used to be an old snowboarding company so we do that with veterans we teach them how to snowboard we we don't teach them how to drink and snowboard Listen, that comes when they become oh, a, a little bit better right so
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's got to be funny watching it <laughs>
4: And, and be unbalanced at the same time. Yeah, we don't start anyone out like that, right? right. We, we get pretty good, and then we then we initiate you in. So, so yeah. So
0: Jonathan, I think Audrey. I think what I learned is she likes Blanton's. I think I don't know if I picked up on that well, but it's a
1: girl. Make a sponsor.
0: Yeah, no Blanton's. I
4: wish they would, right? Like, you know, I've never well, approached them to be ambassador because
3: I mean, no, one, like two, three,
0: shit gravity. Mm. Yeah. That's, always, you know, that's when everybody says, Oh, you could parachute. No, gravity works too well with us. Thank yeah. you, though. <laughs> yeah.
5: You all right over maths. there? Yeah, I'm gonna get some some about mass, man. Parachuting so, is old school. I don't do no, that anymore.
4: No. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> okay. is the next one, right? So, like, I'll always love I'll always love lands because I it heard was say that
0: before when people ask you what's your favorite, the next the one. Next
4: one. Yeah. <laughs> Right. The next because yep. I literally hunt for bourbon like I I had killer grades uh, 1851 from the castle um, in Ireland. And it was absolutely worth the pour. I mean, the I have like Bushmills 400 anniversary edition made out of the crystal malt. Right. And uh, oh. it, it's one of the rarest ones, uh, but it's the original <laughs> Bushmill, um recipe. And um, I'm proud to have it. His. I found it. I found it in the middle of nowhere, um, snowboarding trip in upstate New York. And they were like, how was that even that that wasn't even released in this country? How did you find that? And I was like, I was bourbon hunting, bourbon hunting, and it found me. It
0: I found love me. your passion for it. I love <laughs> I absolutely love your passion for it.
3: That's why we have a show. When, <laughs> because, I, I wish I
0: understood half of it cuz I could I could speak like that with wine. You know, that's that's the funny part. It's, it's, the, it's the
5: same concept though, no, man. I, like yeah, like yeah. there's some beautiful beautiful art to crafting bourbon. Right. And that's what yeah. I
0: appreciate about it is is the crafting of it and and I want to that's why I said I want to get to understand it so I definitely want to talk to you a little more on pointing me in the direction and I don't have a problem cuz I feel And wine's a little bit different on the price thing because there's some high priced wines that taste like shit. Exactly. Straight up. And then Mm -hmm. there's high priced wines that taste great. But there's also, you know, there's, you learn there's $30 bottles that taste better than a $400 bottle. So it's, Mm -hmm. and we have, we have, you know, a few $400 bottles, but we have a shit ton of $100 bottles. So it's, you know, it just depends on where we go as well me and snowboarding don't get along and you live in Alaska Tonto
4: oh hey Tonto um can I like can I just uh post up uh, just put a paste on the floor and just bring my snowboard
0: yeah. <laughs> hey he's in he's in Alaska you can find uh follow Schaefer and and uh Catnado up there when they go up so I'll
4: just Mac flight it I'm good
0: there you go, <laughs> there you go. so Jonathan we we know Blanton's has been mentioned what's what's your go-to bourbon
5: um I'm in a I'm in a stage right now where I just try like I, I try to never buy the same thing <laughs> twice right because I'm st- like there's this is the part of the whiskey phase that I'm in is I just I want to try as much different things as I can so I could build my palate and I could build my my knowledge of it what I taste drinking this, yellow corn versus this white corn right right so that that's kind of where i'm at right now um this mm. is this is currently my favorite bottle because it was mm. next, mm. It was next.
0: <laughs> dude
2: that is <laughs> awesome. hardcore dude, right she's
5: dude. fucking hardcore that's badass
0: <laughs>
2: but,
5: badass I, I happen to find that it's a really, really, really good uh, model. But honestly, if, like if you wanted for me to pick down a go-to, what I want to drink, it, I, I'm going with with Audrey. Oh, any any uh, pre-prohibition Old Forester is bang for the buck, the best you're gonna find, man. Right. Right.
4: And I also like McKenna 10 before it won the award. Um, that was a great pour that you could find. So now that mo- more people know about it, you know, they're trying to get you to, to pay over, over crazy amounts on the secondary. Yeah. I would say just don't do that guys. Like, you're making it worse, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you buy something on the secondary market, all you're doing is hurting all of us. And I know you super want it, but yo, find a friend, right? Like, I mean, mow their grass, do something like (laughs) don't increase and jack up the prices for everyone else because it just hurts everyone at this point. But there's so much good bourbon to get into. Like, you know, there's Willet, there's Stolenworth. It really just depends. Like, when you start realizing, you can start tasting the difference of water, right? So you can, Pennsylvania was really known in this area for um, bourbon before it moved down to Kentucky and Tennessee was mm-hmm. because of the limestone that was used to distill. Oh, so when cool. you start looking at the farmland, and where the farm is actually producing your mash bill from, you can really start tracing all your bourbon history back and you can literally get it down to soil and nitrates. Like you can get bourbon down to a nitty gritty, right? And then you move to like what I would encourage people to do is like once you find something you like, right? Say you like Blanton's, say you like. Elijah Craig, right? Go ahead, try it, and then get it from straight from the barrel where it's just run in the barrel, right? right. You will be pleasantly surprised because it is a once in a lifetime pour. When mm. you get it straight from the barrel, nothing else is ever going to taste like that barrel. So you're going to get a one-time expression. And then there's a lot of distilleries which will run that special batch, a small batch, each year that they make. Right. And so then that's different than that single straight from the barrel. That's the next best thing, right, is the small batch. That run is going to be consistent. Right. But it will never be the same as the straight from the barrel. So when you want that straight from the barrel you should always look for a store pick right okay. or somebody that has picked something um and so that gives you three different options to start exploring your one type of bourbon that you've liked
0: yeah.
2: so, so I'm have, gonna have
0: to I'm gonna have to have you email me a list of where to start so because well you know, like I, I said, talk it, about wine like this to your,
4: you yeah it, it depends on your spice right like right. like I would direct you, like if you said, I really like this high, high, um, fiery kind of thing, I'd be like, oh, okay, so you're a guy that probably is going to like scotch. You're a guy that's probably going to like rye. You're a guy that likes heat, right? So for me, I drink at a very high proof of of alcohol. Like I'm at 125 to 131. I like a high proof, right? A lot of people can't even handle 119, right? Um but I like it I like it pretty high up there cuz I can taste so much stuff there. Right. But other people if they're like, "Yeah, I can't handle that heat." You know, I'd put them at a lower level, proof level, and I'd say, "Okay, start at a 93, right? Start there. And if that's still too hot for you, then I can move you out of bourbon and put you in Irish whiskey in a single pot pot or single still pot, right? Okay. And then It'll be light and florally. And if you like that, then I can move you to Japanese whiskey, which is a whole different type of citrusy, florally stuff. And you are able to keep elevating and exploring nonstop. There is never an end to this because people keep crafting good juice, right? But -hmm. there's so many little off streets that you can go to for, for whiskey in general. 100%.
5: Hundred percent,
0: and that's what like I love when you you talked about the whole the farmland and and the water. That's and so important to me. I always so, ask. That's that's a huge part of. Oh, there they are, man. We made it almost all the way through, and then they, they <laughs> come out at the end here. Uh, that's Thank
4: you, farmers <laughs>
0: of, of the wine. Right is is all that, and they in French they call it terroir, and you know that's like where the the grapes are grown, and so that's. Mm-hmm that's great to hear. And that's why I'm like, okay, I can appreciate that. Right. Yeah. It's so
4: important for me to, to to support a local farmer. Right. Right. Uh, We don't appreciate them enough. How hard it is to be a farmer period. Mm -hmm. They don't get vacations ever. Um, There's so much pressure on them to make a crop. That's actually going to be yielding profit. And um, especially those that are taking a risk that are trying to be in a bourbon community or whiskey period, right. They're devoting a crop to something, That they know that they can make money off of right Right. so they're like saying okay well i'm gonna put this aside i'm hoping that you're gonna come and get this mash bill and and this okay Mm -hmm. you know they're taking a little bit of a risk there for sure but you want to know where it comes from like you're literally drinking their soil so why would you not want to know where it comes from why would you not want to go see it i've gone to the farms right Mm -hmm. and so i i get a full appreciation of like, damn! I just saw sunrise here and drink their bourbon. That's a way that's to connect cool. in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah, is a well, way that's,
0: that's that's why a we like going. Too, that's that's why we like going to the vineyards I'll because, <laughs> and you really get to see it. But yeah. that's the great thing, even with wines, because the different <clears throat> the different uh, varietals you can only grow them in certain areas. Right? right. I mean, Napa they got so Napa didn't even start all cab, and because of the money that's being made on cabs. That's why most of Napa got replanted to calves because everybody's like, "Oh shit, I can make way more money." <laughs> What's your grog ingredient choice?
4: <laughs> um, I re- it really just depends, right? Like, I do like a white and yellow corn mixture for sure. Um, but I do blend bourbon my myself. I've made my own moonshine. I made moonshine while I was on active duty. <laughs> Um, and you know, my
3: family,
4: you know, my family are distillers, right? And so my family were part of, um, Eastern Tennessee and, um, and Kentucky, they blended there. Um, some of them blended in, uh, Connecticut and New York and in Ireland, of course, um, and in Scotland. So like my family is entrenched with it. And so it wasn't like, you know, I didn't know that some of them did that. It was later told on to me, right? But I was like in the military and I was like, well, shit sucks. I might as well try this hand at some uh, some moonshine, right? And I went home to North Carolina and I was hiking the mountains <laughs> and um, I ran upon a still. And, um, you know, he's he said, You're going to wrap me out? And I'm like, Fuck, now I'm going to wrap you out. Uh, I you said, what you doing? Shot. I said, That water over there ain't running right. You know that, right? And he was like, Well, if you run that line and move this over here go this down over there, I'll teach you over something over here. And I said, Okay, I can do that. <laughs> right. And so um, I learned how to run some shine. And then I was like, Well, this is amazing. Right. Like, right. wow, I just created this and it tastes really good. And so I was like, Well, you know, I might as well do this here. I might as well, I might as well just run some of this. And so I've, you know, I've I've bottled whiskey. Um, I keep exploring it, and um, I definitely enjoy making it, right? So, right. you know, my ultimate goal is eventually to to make my own Amazonian warrior um foundation bottle that you can drink. And my uncle was like, Well, you gotta make it a low proof. And I said, Well, they're not fucking Amazonians if they don't drink what I drink, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're trying to to you know like replicate it to the masses. And I said, Well, Uncle, they're gonna have to get up to my level, right? Like either yeah. they're gonna buy it or not. Like if you wanna be Amazonian, you gotta drink this. There right. You want some of this and power, you gotta drink
0: this. Sh- Shadow mark, by the way, you did miss the whole Blanton's conversation. Yes. <laughs> was it Uncle Jesse? <laughs> 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 oh, was it Uncle Jesse? No, his name was Bobby Sue. Bobby Sue. <laughs> <laughs> last name was bobby sue no that's Bob- his
4: first name bobby oh. sue
0: oh, okay bobby sue bobby sue
4: yeah that that's oh, his whole yeah. first. that oh, bobby
0: oh, Puppers, Puppers is up on the couch behind you
4: yeah she's loud she's a she's my retired service dog she's uh oh, cool. 16 years old that bitch can do whatever the fuck she wants <laughs> so, she's A german shepherd that old she can
0: do whatever she, she wants said, hey and she point. put in her time right Exactly. I did yeah. her time, so 16 let her years a long, long, long time.
4: Right. Yeah. And she still goes hiking with me in the mountains and goes climbs up waterfalls at sixteen. That's so that's amazing
0: good, for a big very- dog. That's yeah. Amazing. She
4: drinks bourbon too. Um <laughs> Uh, probably,
0: I didn't hear that on the air. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey. She,
4: I, she's <laughs>
2: lifting up off the floor. I, I, didn't, <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, willingly I didn't, give it to her. I don't uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my <man>. ass. <laughs> she, she doesn't have her own dog food bowl full of wet. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but before she <laughs> dies, she <laughs> damn well will.
5: Yeah, that's unlike that's most going out of my friends that down here. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike most of my friends down here, my ingredient of choice is uh, I love rye and I love mm-hmm. extremely peated scotches.
4: Yes. But I, yeah, I don't no. know what
5: it is about that smoke dragon peat scotch flavor. Mm-hmm. But I, I love it. That's your and jam.
4: So, how do you drink it, Jonathan? Like, how do you drink your peat?
5: How do I drink my peat? Mm-hmm. Is it you bad? Put a drop of water peat?
4: in there? No. So see some people, you know, and so let me just make this very clear. Like I've been to some whiskey tasting events where it's very formal, right? It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a a straight expression. We put 10 of them up. It's a very like austere, you know, people are wearing ascots, you know? And, and so I I put on that professional face. And, uh, you know, I go drink it that way. Right? right. And some of them are like, you know, you have to put a piece of, you know, a drop of water in to open the expression up. Right. And, um, they're very much like, you can't drink it any other way. Right. And they're saying that it's aged so long that you need a little water to activate and release it. And that's fine. Right. But I don't drink it that way. I don't mm-hmm. like, I drink my stuff neat Um, I don't want anything ruining the expression that I'm tasting. But however, some people need that to open it up. Right. And so we shouldn't be telling people how to drink. Right. uh, Right. Bourbon. I don't believe in doing that. Other people do. They literally will sit you down and say, this is how you have to drink bourbon. You know, (laughs) smell it you know, put one fucking nostril and breathe it in, you know, oh, you know, and then they want you to write this fucking note about what you smell and, and what comes out of it. And I'm like, okay, you know, and that's cool. That's cool. Right. If you want that kind of like uptight experience or you could just have an experience where you actually take the moment to taste it and what it means to you. Well, right. And when you
0: do that, you, you, you make everybody else feel a little inferior right when you're when you're doing that because the wine world's exactly the same right? right you need to swirl it you need to smell it you know but i like my wife and i actually host wine tastings and teach people how to drink it because when you go to napa you're you're literally noses are up and they're just so snooty <laughs> oh about God. their about their wine <laughs> but not my dad exactly Everybody everybody needs to experience it the way that works for them. And 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 it's not to get
1: them
4: to stay in this craft, right? Like, let's be real. You're telling somebody you want them to spend 200 something dollars on their best bottle. That's a lot of money for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. It truly is, right? So one, you want them to have an expression that's not affordable for them really, right? So maybe they're buying this for the holidays or something. Like this is a special gift for a birthday, anniversary, something, but then you're telling them that the only way they can drink it is if they're a stuck-up asshole. Like, that just seems so contrary to what you're trying to get them experience with mm-hmm. is your craft. And so I go to those events. I appreciate those people, right? But I also appreciate the fact that we're in a free fucking country. We all defended it and um, drink it whatever the fuck way you want, like, truly.
0: There you go there
4: you go you out of a bottle no for it you want to double chug jersey fist pump it whatever you want right like drink it whatever the fuck way you want
5: that is awesome back to my point that is awesome. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big proponent of that too uh, unfortunately though i, I like to smell mine and,
4: and i do like to smell it but here's my theory on that right if the craft is good enough, you'll automatically do it. If the bourbon or the wine is good enough, you will automatically be like, damn, that smells good, right? Right. It will make you do it. It'll make you do it. Right. You won't have to do it yourself. It'll be like, damn, right? Like I do that for certain bourbons because every time, every time it gets me, right? Every your, time.
0: Your fruity drink, Eric, won't do the same thing. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a little.
3: <laughs>
1: no, I would I stick
0: my finger at the end of the filter manifold to drink my wine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, there she was go, a rack Dana and Penney.
1: blender. She worked for Gallo. Yeah. For a really, really long time. There you go, I, I remember she would come home covered in wine and. Have to change oh, Mad Dog Twenty
5: Twenty. Jerry Daniels, so yeah. many barracks nights, man.
4: Oh. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, let me just say this about Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Right, <laughs> every dog has their day. Every dog has their day. I would say my first apartment that I got, I was very lucky on active duty. It was on the beach, right? So I was stationed, and um, you know, I knew the guy, and he was an Air Force Colonel, and so he gave me the bottom half. And so as an E3, I fucking had a place on the beach, right? And so I had no electricity and I was supposed to move in on Monday, but I was like, fuck it, bro. I got the keys now. I loaded up two trunk full cars of Boone's Farm. Booms Farm and Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Look, there it is, right there! Wow, and Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. everybody's minds. Hey, and we played, we played, by, we played guitar right by candlelight because we had no, we had no electricity. We had food and we drank Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. And um, you know, would I do that now?
5: You no. No, if you but if you, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, you probably had the same food. Dude,
4: we went to five Seven Elevens <laughs> and cleared the shit out of all the booths <laughs> hard in the night. The bums were pissed at us, and I was like, "Hey, yo, sailors, here to we, we just here to celebrate, right?" Yeah, like, I, I just apartment, and it's on the beach, and we get fucked up right so you know mad dog has its time now That's, if you uh, still drink a mad dog i, I do have a, a story bourbon. Right. <laughs> i have bourbon options available for you currently
0: there you go freaking yeah. <laughs> man we had a one snob i ordered evening, uh, and came out with tons of ice
3: <laughs>
0: that is funny well, normally we ask, what do you guys like to drink? Yeah, I wonder what show. it'll be. Maybe I can <laughs> but, win this one. Uh, yeah, maybe Eric could actually get it right. Jeez. Maybe he won't put, uh, what, sugar tea? Sugar,
1: <laughs> sugar, sugar tea. tea with sugar. Tea with sugar, yeah. And Mike's like, like, isn't that? Know.
0: Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Because we were talking to somebody from the South, so, yeah.
1: you know.
4: Ooh. Yeah, y'all don't even want to get in that discussion. Sweet, sweet
1: tea. tea. Well, now I'm sure he doesn't well, know to the tea, tea from.
4: There's sun tea. Yeah, There's no. I,
5: you, you, when you boil it cream. on a stove only with a pot. trainer does that even count?
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, no it's only sweet
5: tea.
1: Probably have my. Never mind. I'm not gonna say It's all good. That's Nan. That's my mom. There. That's that's his She's mom. Awesome. My mom commented yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, they're good
0: supporters. We appreciate them. They have to. They're our mom. Yeah, they're supposed to. <laughs> I, mean, I guess they don't have to, but. do. Do oh, you guys
4: don't. have the best drinking game you've ever done?
0: quarters no. oh no. no 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 what is it
4: Jonathan, you don't have a good one uh
5: no what the only... you
4: did in the military how about is there a drinking game that you know you, Yeah. You put an ID on blast there what y'all do well
5: when I when I got my own apartment we played uh we played well whiskey pong with you know trash Jack Daniel Southern Comfort <laughs> all right yeah. mm. but that is you really need to be good at that. And I wasn't.
4: I, I would say in the Navy, um, we played red card, black card. So we lined up, we lined up 26 shots, right? I was
1: say 26. I can do the math. On yeah.
4: That so whatever color you got, right. You had to drink it. And so, it, if you got ten in a row, you fucked, right? We like you should just got ten in a row. <laughs> and um, and then after that, we did. Uh, I used to have a platoon of Marines that I hung out with. Those were my boys, right? And uh, we played Thunderstruck. So every time for ACDC's Thunderstruck, you take oh, a shot. Oh. And by the end of the song, ain't nobody going nowhere, right? No. Like you are just gone. <laughs> like no, done. And so I would say, awesome you know, military was a great place to to learn how to drink, right? Because um, I went from Mad Dog 2020 to Red Card, Black Card to Thunderstruck to damn good bourbon, right? Because I was like, so this whole PT and getting up and then having, we party until two and then running and then get up at five and then people, I'm watching people puke on the run, right? And I'm like, why am I not puking on the run, right? And I'm like, Oh, I have really good bourbon and they drank shit. This is <laughs> this is a good idea. <laughs>
5: <laughs> nice. 101st Airborne.
0: There you go. <laughs> nice. There you go.
4: I wonder if Jeremy knows about you know, uh throwing up on the run, puke runs, you know, that after like you just watching people and you're like trying to avoid the vomit. We, you know? had
0: somebody, we had somebody that shared a story like that on this on the show. I thought that where they were running and somebody else was puking or something so
4: yeah i mean that's just a dodge right you just gotta
0: i don't know how we did that man i really right isn't it 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 like the rite of passage right it
4: does feel like that yeah
0: right so it's it's man well to you two, I appreciate you guys joining us tonight. I definitely learned a lot about bourbon. Audrey you're gonna have to send me a lit. Like I wanna go, I wanna take the flavor ramp, right? I wanna like start start at the bottom and then go up and, and see, you know, I I gotta do it all. You can't know until you try it, right? That's uh, right.
4: So send me like, uh, send me your address. And Eric, send me your address too. And I will I'll do more than just like give you like a this is what you should buy. I'll give you like a little sample package and then you can uh, experiment. start
0: with Everclear. <laughs> yeah, I, I've drank. Yeah, that. we're going to pass,
4: Jason. Yeah, we're going to pass. A, hard hard pass. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ellen, ball. Ellen Ball Boons.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that was good
5: shit. <laughs> Mine was the same I drinking St. Oh, God. God you know, was like, you know, know, it's,
2: it's
5: just a James. strange thought, but with you being a, 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 a can I call you a wino? yeah <laughs> with you, you being a wine guy um you might be interested in a lot of um wine finished bourbons and, rye yeah. and stuff like that you know yeah, yeah that's what
4: they've been doing is taking those casts now and that yeah. have been aged in wine um that's what a lot of beer companies are now doing they're taking the bourbon barrels and kind of infusing nice. them yep. so there's like this whole marriage of um, blends that is occurring and it's really really good especially like you're really getting like a lot of um, virgin expressions for Irish whiskey that are coming out that are now mm-hmm. using that kind of um, yep. blending together. And it's a very exciting time to be drinking. That's all I'm saying.
1: There's a brewery Absolutely. down in uh, LA and it's called The Brewery, and they do a uh, like probably 70% of their stuff is barrel aged, bourbon barrel aged. And damn, it's good, damn. right? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not at that i'm not at that craft beer recipe. level but yeah it, it's you can tell mark check your email <laughs> check your email. well
0: hey to all the check commenters we we super appreciate you uh no bananas uh mark i i don't know you you're a mind reader because you literally posted stuff right as as audrey and jonathan it's
1: like bananas. they knew each other it, it was it's like oh, weird
0: man. they must talk to each other <laughs> Really, really strange. Thanks, Nana. Uh, yes, thank you, <laughs> Nana. We'll go through them all. Yeah, that was 420, was my holiday back in the day, so I didn't get into that's the drinking good. games.
4: Yeah, 420. I mean, that's my holiday every day,
0: but okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> <that too. laughs> they will mush them into the carpet. Yeah. Well, thank you both for number one your service number two joining us number three doing what you're doing after your service and giving back uh amazing job thank you for everything uh anything like you know i know shadow mark did a would you learn from today you know
1: what's your takeaway
0: what's your takeaway we like we like just playing with them mess with shadow mark right now (laughs) since since he missed the whole yeah literally the whole entire 100 of the 90 percent of the yeah (laughs) Audrey's gonna be like, I learned more about bourbon and how much I love it.
1: Like, I think I might, we'll
5: I might go get a glass. Might go get She don't need a glass. Oh yeah, got the you're right. I forgot. <laughs> and my takeaway is, if you ain't drinking Blanton straight from the barrel, straight from the bottle, you ain't shit.
1: You. <laughs> <laughs> oh spit
0: tank. Oh shit! <laughs> I got some that's growing
2: like up <laughs> it's maybe. No,
0: that's there you go. At least I got a I sit for 22. Oh, now.
1: wow. Damn. I,
0: hate I,
1: hate
3: I got
0: one. I did get one, but unfortunately, there's. <laughs> That's
1: why I don't have a hat on. I don't get no. Nobody sends me hats to free his stuff. Uh, PO don't box worry 308, about Houston, it. California. <laughs> I'll, I'll-
0: Everybody's going to send it to Houston, California. Houston,
1: H-E-G-H-S-O-N. Yeah. H H H U. Oh, my God.
0: Please don't. Please don't. Look at, uh, and then what? I got my Sit Rep Twenty Two <laughs> podcast shirt. You're starting it again. Yeah, thanks. You're Steiner. starting it again, Steiner. We, good thing. Hopefully, Tom's not on. You got This is this is a whole thing about. Uh, we help them sit rep, get some shirts, and what? our we printer accidentally rep? forgot a whole day of of orders. We sit. So we're, hey,
1: sitrep22.org. <laughs> helping veterans and suicide.
0: Prevention. Yeah, that's that's a big one with Tom. Yeah. So
1: check him out. <laughs> That's a good one. So, as we finish up here, you will be bombarded with email requests to come on to other, to join other shows. Just letting you.
0: Well, they were just on on two drunk dudes.
1: Well,
3: yeah, we were. Like it
1: was Gun fabulous. Radio. Yes. Don't forget, you can check yes, everybody Donald's out. A great guy, by yeah, radio. no, Donald,
0: Donald. Donald is a great guy, and all the work he's doing yep. with with <clears throat> that whole yeah. the radio, the app, everything yeah. is amazing. He's
1: busting his butt, but definitely
0: and and i definitely i want to touch base with both of you and and with mark because i think with something tom's working on uh that we're working on behind the scenes for veterans and around veteran suicide mental health
3: Mm -hmm. uh, we're
0: working on a piece of technology to hopefully work make the world a little smaller for veterans meaning that they don't have to reach so far and we can be a little closer to them without necessarily being closer to them so ability yes Yes, having some accountability, having some availability, being present, things like that, right?
4: Well, when I just want to say thank you, right? Because um, a lot of times in our own community, we're forced to take care of our own, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, my nonprofit should not be in existence, right? I shouldn't exist. Um, Mark's shouldn't exist, right? but there's a lot of civilians that have come up to answer the call. They've understand that we have been at war for over 20 years, that there are many veterans in this um, capacity that are impacted and that, you know, we cannot do this alone. So I really just want to say thank you. I appreciate you guys for coming into the fight with us when you don't have to. And um, so thank you for your service to us and wanting to help us. We appreciate that greatly, more than you know. It, it's not, when you have a show like this, you know, when people come to me and say thank you for your service, I like literally have um, like <laughs> one of my artworks is um, it's one of it's it's literally the replica of my um Glock. Right? Yeah, and it says thank you for your service on it, right? Because it's a mockery at times. Um, but when you guys have shows like this, it means that this isn't a mockery, no. like that you guys actually care. And so no. I just want to say thank you for that. I appreciate well, thank it. Thank you.
0: And and one of the reasons, I mean, we started talking about doing something, uh-huh. and when we started, we were kind of all over the place as as a show and but then we started talking to a couple of veterans and Eric has a very personal story. And his, his dad was a Navy veteran and Nana Penny, you know, being on here, his dad committed suicide four years ago now, I think five, was over, almost, almost five. five. Yeah. So he committed suicide five years ago. And so Eric's, fine, Eric long. fully understands it. and. Yeah you know i I lost my dad with with being a vietnam veteran and going through the whole va thing and you know just the the mishap with medical uh so we we know nothing but love for the veteran community i was raised yeah. you know to always respect <clears throat> the veterans and you know i have i have the ega on my on my calf um and i'm trying to get it filled in with you know some stuff for my dad because uh i want to represent that every day and i'm about to send my 18-year-old off any day now, uh, once he graduates and gets down to weight, uh, he'll either be going to the Marine Corps or the Air Force. So he he's kind of bounced back to going to uh the Air Force since then a different recruiter's found him and now he's he's talking to them because our local recruiter is terrible.
4: Okay. Do you have a so, navy recruiter? Where, where's your the local recruiter? Navy name? recruiter was all over
0: here. <laughs> so i I will tell you the Navy recruiter was probably as far as being around him was the best recruit and he actually got really close with her because they Mm -hmm. were texting and you know and then they were meeting up and uh the problem is he doesn't want anything to do with water (laughs) he literally doesn't want it and I'm like it doesn't mean you have to go in water he's like yeah but my luck I'd have to do something with water and right nothing to do with water so he actually wants to be his goal is to be an MP and then he found out you know the Marines are kind of doing away with their MPs so now the air force is is where he really wants to because he wants to go into law enforcement so
1: makes sense
0: yep
3: nice
1: i, I have a couple thank yous real quick you want to do this after through release a guest
0: uh, up to you it's up to them if, i mean they are on the east coast so they are <laughs> they are they are, they I'm are still uh it almost well, i always on cali's time 11 <laughs> o'clock Well, when you were, so where do you go in California when you're here? Just Uh, all over
4: Santa Cruz, LA, San Diego, um, and Eureka Humboldt County. I'm (laughs) like,
0: that's random. Um,
4: so Santa Cruz has one of the best skate shops and skating areas in the world. I use one wheels for my veterans. So that's based out of Santa Cruz. So we're trying to bring the board sport therapy program there to one of the veteran villages that they're building. Um, San Diego has one of the highest um, homeless rates and rapes rapes in the military for the Navy for there. So that's very important. And then L.A. has an extremely high homeless um, population for veterans. So it seems weird, but it's kind of not. And then um, true north, you know, Humboldt County, where is where I used to live. And so I just love that area. What,
0: I don't know what's in Humboldt.
3: <laughs> oh, I do.
4: And there's, there's a nothing. veteran need Council council there. Um, they actually, in Santa Cruz as well, they give a free monthly donation to veterans. So they actually disperse and give medication to veterans once nice. a month um, from the dispensary there. So they actually try to help medicate veterans that have PTSD.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. all right. Well, we're we're about uh two hours east of Santa Cruz, two and a half, maybe two and okay. a half. So
4: well next you're time in the I'll, stand, I'll you guys up.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you again. We won't keep you much longer because it's getting to be eleven there. So uh we appreciate your time. And thank you for everything. We will share all of the links for you know the Amazon Amazonian Warrior Foundation, the People's Patriot Project. Dot man, Amazonian, Amazonian, like it's
4: Amazonian. the Amazonian woman, right? Like exactly when you become. With, when you become In my trenches, you become a, you know, they say that you're a victim, right? When you've had these things happen to you, then you're a survivor, then you're a warrior, then you become an Amazonian, right? So you become refined back into your true warrior self.
0: There you go. There you go. But we will share all of your links. Uh, Make sure that's out there. Make sure to follow them. Eric's been putting up all their links uh, during the whole show. So again, we appreciate both of you. Jonathan, you talk too much. That is a problem. <laughs> I don't know how you yeah, guys I- are going to do this podcast with how much we talk.
5: <laughs> well, I'm fortunate, right? My, my you are. Really yeah. felt, my guest kind of, or my co-host, your co fell into my lap, and uh, I, I see why. I, I mean, it was do anything meant to be. But click buttons. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He <laughs> said I the could-
4: one keyword: bourbon
5: battle body. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> i don't i was typing the statement i you was had like me at hey, bourbon. audrey would you be interested in and she just said yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, don't
0: lie you started with bourbon battle buddies would you be and she was yeah. already like <laughs> yeah, <I'm>
2: first.
0: <laughs> the bo so, um, came and then she knew oh all right yeah i mean let's do this
5: you guys are uh you guys are fantastic man oh uh, well, thank I you the, i appreciate the the invite to come on. I appreciate, like Audrey said, you guys representing, uh, representing something that you, you're not obligated to represent, but you you volunteer your time and energy to do it. And that, that says a lot for who you are as people. And, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> if you guys
0: want to hang out or if you want to go, it's up to you. We'll, we'll take a few minutes to wrap up and then, uh, Get the show over with. So, thank you again for <laughs> joining us and uh, have a wonderful evening. Thank and Enjoy hey, uh, enjoy some bourbon. It doesn't seem like you guys drink uh, very much of it. So yeah,
5: maybe you should, maybe you should
0: yeah. prep for your show.
5: I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> Start just, saying,
0: just saying. <laughs> just saying. If I could give you some advice, you probably should learn a little more about bourbon so you're ready for your show.
4: Yeah. All right, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. Starting do. out right
5: now.
0: Yeah. Don't, le- don't learn from me because I know nothing, but you know, you probably need to learn a little bit. So. Start <laughs> studying
4: now. Are you still yeah. in the same class?
0: Yes. Wow.
1: She's already on another bottle. got
4: another
5: bottle. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: why the Navy beats the Army consistently. But we're supposed to work on last year. Oh, not, wait, let's
5: not do war games. Wait till,
0: <laughs> wait till the, wa- the, the comments start catching up to all that conversation.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll have the crayons flying. All right, guys. Have a wonderful thank evening. Guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. What's up? Oh. You,
1: you got some thank yous? Well, I did. And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to hold on to him. Uh, <laughs> you
0: didn't want to hold on. <clears throat> I don't want to hold on. It was to too him. much to ask for. To, to well, yeah. No, to I mean, them. they're
1: they're hanging out. Obviously, Mark, thanks for joining. Eniebel, thank you. Two drunk dudes in the gun room. Appreciate you guys joining us. Oscar Mike Radio. New dudes that I just found out about today. Awesome. Uh Tallyman, thank you. And on uh Nick Papadopoulos and Catherine Mueller, thanks for joining. Appreciate you guys. Uh Jason Steiner, thanks for hanging out. And Joel Hunt. Uh we also have on Monday night, we have a at five o'clock our time. It says five o'clock. Yeah, it, it says
0: five out. o'clock our time. Okay.
1: The evening show with a contagion effect joins military broadcast radio. So check that out. We are having a discussion and some things are going to be happening also uh Reese across america radio check them out and that's another thing that's going to be happening along with the gentleman over at gunroom radio so remember just because you don't see us here you can see us over there and you can see us everywhere so <laughs> if you don't see us here you don't you can see, see us there, there. You, can you can see, see us, us everywhere, everywhere. oh that was, saying, that
0: was cute that was cute that's
1: pretty good <laughs> it's like almost dr seuss and stuff almost 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 well it was a Sisical, so cool.
0: oh. I'm still, I'm still stuck on Uncle Jesse, man. Uncle that that, was, that awesome. was the greatest. It was on fire.
1: Chat's always on fire. We, we need to get a shirt, mate. Oh,
0: I hate you, Eric Deuces, Deuces.